What's happening, people? Welcome back to Hustle Smart. What's going on, people? Yeah, it's Shibs here with Lex. And we have a special guest here. Would you like to announce yourself? <laughs> Good evening. Uh, my name is Seth Opong. Um, I am a senior branch manager for a large independent estate agents in the UK. It's my nine to five. Um, I also put together land and new home developments for clients as well. I search for land for clients at the same time as well. Um, and I have a brand called SOK London. So as an example, the tie I'm wearing with the pocket square and the tie clip is also part of the brand of SOK London. Yeah, nice. looking looking very sharp, I must very say. Dapper. Fresh from work. Say. Fresh from work. Oh, that's um, great. <laughs> Seth, I met you at an event. Mm, um, last name, year. Yeah, the name literally just slipped my mind. Um, actually, she'll kill both of us for not remembering. I know. The name. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was by a friend of ours. Oh, um, what's a it mutual called? friend of ours. Um, Madeline put the event what's together. Um, mate, before we both get killed, yeah, um, frantically. Big up Maddie for, yeah. for the event. Um, I remember Alex saying that I met this guy and we need him on the pod. Yeah. So yeah, like, you, you, very drop, good. you use your for some, some serious gems. Yeah. Boy, um, I like platforms like that and I like those kind of opportunities, essentially. Mm. Um, yeah. I think as, and I think I said this on the day, um, as a, as a, for us culturally, um, I don't think we discuss things like property. I mm. don't think we discuss, you know, commodities as yeah. such yeah. Um, enough, um, especially when we're young. Mm -hmm. um, the school system is not something that teaches us certain things that we need to know when we grow up. Mm -hmm. And I'd say property essentially is one of the key things yeah. we need to understand. And everyone wants to get into property as well. So, it, so it's great to have you here. Mm. So um, how did you get into property? Was it sort of like you got in it for a job or something for your own interest? Or um, For me, property is something I've always been interested in. Mm -hmm. um, I've always liked property um, and I've got family members and family friends who have been in property essentially. So it's always something I always aspired to do. Yeah. Um, but getting into property, um, I was in tech and when I came out of tech, a couple of friends are in property. I mean, back in 2007, stroke 2008, even I tried to get into property. Yeah. Um, and at the time I had, again, friends that were in the game at the time and they told me, look, so now's not a good time because if you remember, that was the crash yeah. at that point. So um, because of the crash, they told me not to come in the game. So I did it. Um, and after I came out of software, um, I asked the question. They said, you know what? Now might be a better time to do yeah. so. Mm. So I did. Um, so I went into property in November of 2013. That's when I first got into the game mm. as, a, yeah. as a negotiator, essentially. Nice. Um, so I've so I got a question. Mm. These are for people who are between the ages of, 20, let's say, 21 and 25. Mm -hmm. um, what, what, what advice can you give to someone that's getting in property? So kind of... Let me drill into that further. How much should they be looking to actually invest? Mm -hmm. What area or what location specifically should they be looking to invest? And what would you say percentage-wise is a good return on investment okay. on average? On average. Um, a few good questions all at the same time. So 21 to 25, looking to invest in property. How much should they invest essentially? Um, from my perspective, currently in the marketplace, um, if you're an individual that you want to get in the marketplace, my advice, South London, um, there's pockets of South London that are gems that a lot of people may not realize, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So let's take Brixton as an example, right? Brixton is a location that a lot of people used to hear the name alone and be like, yeah, no, nah, forget that. It's yeah. not going to happen. I'm not going to Brixton. I'm not mm -hmm. buying in Brixton. Yeah. Um, but if you took the taboo away from Brixton, look at it now. 
Yeah. Um, you can't buy a two-bedroom apartment in Brixton nowadays for less than £500,000. Even yeah. if you do that, you're very lucky. Mm. So the point I make is there's other pockets of South London that still had that stigma yeah. that currently are going for regeneration yeah. that will give you a very good return on your investment. Yeah. So yeah. I'll give you Croydon as, a, as an example. Mm. Croydon currently, they are planning to build a Westfields in mm. Croydon. Application yeah. has been approved. Um, once that's done, the property prices in that location will go up by, I would say, minimum of 40% in a sense, depending which part of the location you buy your property in. Mm. I make that analogy based on the fact that if you look at Westfields in Shepherd's Bush, mm-hmm. and if you look at Westfields in Stratford, in both locations, after Westfields came in, let's say three years afterwards, the property prices in those locations went up by 40%. Yeah. There isn't a bank account in the world today that would give you that kind of a return yeah. or any type of investment, essentially. Mm. Mm. That kind of a return within a three-year period. Yeah. Yeah. So Croydon is one. Catford mm-hmm. would be another. Mm-hmm. Lewisham. Yeah. Those areas are areas that people necessarily wouldn't have gone to. Uh, if you took Peckham as an example, Peckham was a location that, again, people wouldn't go to. Nowadays, yeah. try and buy yeah. a property in Peckham. <laughs> You'll see what time it is. Yeah. It's crazy. Like gen- gentrification is a, it's a Man, powerful thing. It's ridiculous. <laughs> so even Thornton Heath yeah. is another location. Um, where they have currently are spending £3 million on the high street alone, just regeneration. Mm-hmm. Mm. So if you take the location of Fulton Heath, equine distance to Croydon, essentially, if you bought something in Fulton Heath, leave it another three years, essentially. Mm. Once Westfield is built in Croydon, well, Fulton Heath is only, what, 10, 15 minutes down the road, if that. Mm-hmm. So it's like dropping a pebble in a pond. Yeah. Drop it in the middle of Croydon, watch the ripple effect take yeah. shape. So anything surrounding that location, and Fulton Heath is one of them, the prices are going to increase, if not 40%, as you go further out, you're going to get your 30, your 20, your yeah, 10, yeah. further you move from that location. Just off the back of what you explained, I picked up that you said that, um, so, for example, the area area of Croydon, because they're building the Westwood house mm. prices are going to increase mm. by 40%. So, over a certain time period. Over a certain time yeah. period. You said three years, right? Yeah. So, if I was investing, mm-hmm. over what or, or how long would you say is a suitable time to start getting a return on my investment? Cool. Because I know, like, for when I speak to some people, mm. they think, ah, oh, one year or two years, they're just going to, Make Depends the money. Yeah, make the money. Firstly, no, but I'm saying that's just like a natural assumption. Yeah, yeah when I speak to people, do you know what I mean? When I say depending on a strategy, some people are in it for capital growth, yeah. capital gain, or for cash flow. So mm-hmm. if you're looking to rent it out, that, that'll be where you sort of get your return on investment. And mm-hmm. usually, correct me if I'm wrong, but when you're renting it out and you're covering your mortgage and then you have a bit more, that's when you're seeing your return on investment. Yeah. So that's usually it. But with the capital gain, that's long term and someone like our age who's getting into property, I don't think you should really be like too fussed about stuff like that. Cause if you own it and hold on to it for some time, your return on investment will be so much mm. different to okay. if you're looking at it in three years. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, in answer to the question and yeah, um, more or less than what you've said. So um, how long should you wait? Property is something that regardless of the time length you wait you will always see an increase, right? So the market popped, as we just said, in 2007. Mm. Leave it 10 years. Well, where's the market now, essentially? It's a lot higher than it was back then. Mm. So in regards to how long should you leave it? Again, it depends on the strategy or the scenario. If you're someone that you're thinking, okay, I want to buy a property, let's say, uh, so let's, the location I've suggested. So let's use, uh, let's say Thornton Heath as an example, right? Thornton Heath currently to buy yourself a two bedroom freehold house. If you're lucky, you're looking- What's a freehold for those who don't know? Sorry. A freehold is a, let's say the property you own, you own the land it sits on essentially at the same Mm -hmm. time. If it's leasehold, well, you don't own the land the property sits on, you're leasing the land that the property sits on uh, essentially. And after a time frame, you'd need to 
renew your lease and so yeah. forth. But these are done in like hundreds of years. Yeah. So it just depends. But a freehold, you own the property, you own the land it sits on, you do what you like yeah. essentially. Um, that's it. Mm. But if you're buying a freehold property in Thornton Heath, I'd say a two-bedroom house, you could get one maybe 350 to 400, right? Depending on condition yeah. and so forth in itself. Mm -hmm. To buy that property, you need a minimum of a 10% deposit, yeah? Um, and this is a second-hand property, not a brand yeah. new build, right? You need a 10% deposit. So 10% of, let's say, 400,000 yeah, pounds, 40K, 40, yeah. um, for you to buy that property in itself. But it's not just that you need the 10%. Your affordability also comes into play. So um, your annual salary is what they will utilize to also calculate the um, you being able to get the mortgage. So if you make, let's say, 100 grand a year, which is not the average, I'm just using it yeah. for numbers to make it simple. If you make 100 grand a year, they'll times that by a minimum of four. So that means the bank will be willing to lend you yeah. the 400,000 pounds essentially needed. Mm -hmm. So you then put the 10% of that into it, mm -hmm. yeah, um, for you to be able to get it. Um, so... If you want to increase more than 10%, you can. There's no limit on how much you can put in. It's your mm -hmm. choice, essentially, right? At the same time. Now, you buy that property at £400,000. My advice is if you buy it currently, your mortgage normally is a minimum of a two-year term. Mm -hmm. So they do a two-year, three-year, so forth, and you fix your rate when you get the mortgage. Yeah. Uh, and the mortgage, if I go back, is a loan that the bank will give you to buy the property, right? Um, so because your mortgage is fixed for two years, my advice is after the two years, well, let's have the property valued. How much is it worth now? If the property is worth 500,000 pounds, hey, in a two-year period, you've made 100,000 pounds yeah. on the property. Mm. And that is not unheard of, by the way. Yeah. There are properties you can buy. And in some cases, if over a six-month period or over a three-month period, depending on what you do to it, depending on its condition yeah. from when you bought it, you can increase the value fairly quickly in mm -hmm. some cases. So if you're going to stick to that plan, then keep it for two years, value it 500,000 pounds. If at that point you want to sell it, hey, sell it. 500,000 pounds, you pay the bank back what you mm. borrowed if you want, utilize that amount of money to then buy something else at the yeah. same time. Yeah. So, or, so um, just so we are a bit more realistic because of our listeners, mm. like not many of us are, like hardly any of us are on 100K. I get it. A lot of people are looking to invest up north and stuff like mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. With So obviously I've, I was in, I've been in property as well mm. and when speaking to to like investors and people who have been in the game as well, they usually say it's a bit. You you hear mixed messages. Yeah. For example, you hear that oh, you your stamp duty is free first time you buy a property, yes. you get a five percent mortgage. You should really leverage that and buy in London. Mm -hmm. Or some people are like, well, if you really want cash flow, you should go up north because you're able to get a lot from the rent and stuff like that. That's it's right. much cheaper. Yeah. So for someone who is our age that we said 21 to 25, or mm. even those who are a bit older, but still early in the, their careers and stuff mm. like that, what would you say? And of course, there's no perfect answer, but what is your own personal view for them to yeah. get into property yeah. itself? My advice would be, because as you say, on average, the salary doesn't give you the multiples to yeah. buy a property, right? So why not look at what some of us do now? Because yeah. currently, I bet you, some individuals are renting rooms. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Some individuals are renting an apartment, yeah. as an example. And if you're paying, let's say, what, a minimum a month of, if you rent a, 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 an apartment in London, I say most people pay a minimum of, let's say, not even an apartment, let's say a room is like 500 pounds a yeah. month, right? So if you're in a, in a room and you're paying 500 pounds a month, well, you and a friend together, that's a thousand pounds a month. Um, I'd tell you your mortgage, depending on, how much deposit you guys put together mm -hmm. and what the affordability works out to be, um, your mortgage probably will be that thousand pounds. In some cases, might be less depending on the rate you get on your mortgage. Yeah. So some people rent a lot, but don't actually look at, well, me and a friend are renting an apartment. Why don't me and the same friend buy the property together? 
Because at the end of the day, that friend can't run off mm. with that property. It's in mm. both your names. Yeah. So when the time comes to sell it, they need your signature on yeah. that documentation yeah. for it to be sold. So it's a case that you'll be able to help each other yeah. get on the property ladder. I agree. Um, and see that return come mm. back. And I'm, I can guarantee over a certain time frame, you'd be able to get enough equity in the yeah. property depending yeah. on location and so forth that you'll be able to release your equity so the money you make on on what you pay for yeah. it and actually probably both buy one each yeah. there are certain cultures that that's exactly what they yeah, do yeah you're right you will find mm. whole families like two three families in one house mm. living together whilst they are saving money essentially because if you imagine a whole family living in one house and they're paying the rent on that house mm. the amount of money they're saving between them and then within a year they buy one house. Yeah. Following year, mm. buy another. The following year, yeah. buy another. Then everybody now owns their own house. Yeah, that's that's really good game because not a lot of people talk Earth, about shared it? ownership mm. as a strategy. And maybe it's because of the people I'm talking to. Well, they okay. do, but they only think they only think about shared ownership with the whole help to buy scheme. Yeah, yeah. and a lot of people don't really like, like you said, you don't think of how like two is better than one. Of how course. you can do much more with of course with one. So so yeah. that's that's really interesting because like when you're getting shared ownership, you don't really need to worry much about the region whether it's up north or in mm. London and stuff like mm. that that's really interesting mm. but also like I've said um, you don't always have to buy a property to get into property if you, you get what I mean you don't and like are there any ways that you've, you you would recommend for people because like me for example I got into property by doing rent to rent mm. and that was when I was say 20 mm-hmm. 21 and obviously Nah, but yeah. like it's something I'm probably gonna focus more on about in the future. Yeah, yeah. But like just to elaborate, it's like rent to rent is when you rent a property, but you're also renting it out to someone else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um sometimes you're you're allowed to do that if the if the landlord permits. And with that, for example, I think like on my normal salary, I say I was paying the landlord about a thousand pounds a month, and it was in Hackney, and a room in Hackney is about seven fifty, and it was full bedroom. Mm. So stuff like that was like a way you can get a return. Do you get what I mean? Like you don't always need to get a mortgage, but... No, um, so a lot of people do that. Um, The term they refer to it as is known as a company let, essentially. So you rent the property, as you say, if you're paying a thousand pounds, you then rent each room. So Mm -hmm. in some cases, it's not just the bedrooms, right? So if it's a three bedroom property or four bedroom property, they will rent out the rooms Mm -hmm. and then rent out the front room, room, the dining room at the same time. And everyone just says the kitchen, essentially. Mm. Um, And as you say, if you're collecting individually per room, Mm -hmm. like you could guarantee that landlord their rent over a certain time period. Mm. Um, but some people will, you need to obviously maintain the property yeah. and imagine that uh, the amount of damage that might be caused. Mm-hmm. And obviously you'd have to look at covering those costs, but it's a very good way to yeah. also make money out of property. Look, with property as an example, there is so many different avenues yeah. in property, right? Whether, as you say, it's you're buying it, you're renting it to then subsequently rent it out to somebody else, whether it's just maintenance of a property. Yeah. Like I know individuals who've set up cleaning companies mm-hmm. and what they will do is when a tenant moves out, they come in, they clean the property. Or even as part of the process, when somebody rents out their property, they get a contract with that person. And on a weekly basis, yeah. they go into that apartment and they clean, clean it, it yeah. for the landlord. Yeah. Because that way, again, it keeps it in a good condition. Mm. So there are so many avenues. Um, and I'm one that haven't done this for such a, a long time. I always say, um, there's a lot in my head, right? <laughs> so to get it out of me, you got to poke me and possibly ask me the right questions yeah. in a sense. So um, just poke. 
and you get all the responses. But mm. it's just, I could talk for England and I could yeah. talk about a manner of different things. Mm. So I think that, that the main thing is, 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 is just trying to, if I could break down maybe, I think, easy avenues for people to get into the game. Yeah. Um, yeah, let's, yeah. I, think I feel like that would be much let's, more let's beneficial. Get, let's, let's get into yeah. that because like, there's certain things that I want to know about property because I've kind of just got the ball rolling in terms mm. of investing. Um, so like I'm investing in um, Wolves and Hull. Okay. And what made you choose those locations? Um, well, one is up north, so mm. you know it's cheaper. Mm-hmm. But the main reason I've done a bit of research and I did a lot of regeneration in the area. Good. Um, also, brand new builds haven't even been lived in before. Okay. Do you know what I'm saying? And um, close to the uni mm-hmm. and. And that's what, again, people need to look at. When you're buying something, again, if you're looking to rent it out or you want uh, to be able to get a return on the investment in any way, shape or form, right? So if it's in a good location, regardless how much it is now, regeneration is happening, the price is going to go up, right? Especially around the location, transport, links, Mm -hmm. shops and so forth, the price will go up over time. But if it's to rent it out and you look at the rental, so you need to understand what they call it a yield. And to understand your yield, you need to know how much the property costs versus what you're going to make on a monthly basis over a 12-month period. Mm. That will give you what your yield is. A good percentage on a yield. Um, In London, you'll probably get maybe 6 or 7%. Out of London, you're looking for a minimum, I'd say, of about 10%, essentially, which would give you a very good return on investment. Um, And that's what you'd be getting back from what you're renting the property out for. Um, So again... That's very good. Yeah. And as you say about coming out of London, yeah, there are certain university campuses that would give you a very good return on your investment and where you don't have to have such a large initial capital outlay to buy mm. the property. Mm. Yeah. So it's a very good avenue to be doing and something to be looking at. Um, some people worry about buying property. Look, don't just go for it. You just need to understand the process, yeah. I would say. Mm. Um, and just do some research. Yeah. But like, what would you say? So let's say for a 21 year old come out of uni, um, he wants to invest in London. Mm-hmm. How much is it? Is it as strict as ten percent, or should he kind of is or is there a way you can perhaps you know give five percent? So something? that age, um, is again all going to be dependent on the amount of deposit you have. Yeah, I know the bank of mum and dad is a very yeah. much alive in my industry where they're helping the mm. younger ones mm. in regards to let, deposits. Let, let's let's say there's no bank of mum and dad. Mm-hmm. He's got about 10, 15 grand. Okay, what so, can what can he do that? No bank of mum and dad, you've got 10 or 15,000 yeah, pounds like. as a deposit. You won't be able to do anything major in London, full stop. Mm. Let's just be real. Um, 10,000 pounds would be what? 10% or even 5% of, 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 of uh, let's call it 200, right? But the point being, it's not buying you nothing in London. Mm. Yeah. Well, but outside of London, that outside would definitely, London, get definitely get you yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. if you're going to go outside of London with that, then fine. Mm. Um, you'll be able to get yourself on a ladder very easily. Yeah. But to be real, in London... Hundred thousand pounds as a as a as a price. No, um, cheapest you'll find probably a studio. Yeah, maybe for about one sixty. I've upwards. seen some some terrible studios for hundred grand. It's yeah. crazy. Sorry, yeah. not even to be a Debbie Downer, but what twenty one year old has ten k? You'll, you'll be surprised. Of course, people will be trapping like as in those those. I don't think I don't think it's impossible. No. But my thing is, I I honestly used to like. Do you get me? Where I'm from, mm. like we. That's possible, yeah. but it's not for a lot of people. No, it's not. And I feel like this is the thing. A lot of people, like, just to be realistic and mm-hmm. to really help people and make sure we're giving them that value. Like, it was for argument's sake. Right? Not even for <laughs> argument's sake, but just to make sure that like, those people, like, if you're not 21 and don't have 10K and you're listening to this, you're going to be like, okay, so how can I get into it? I'm cool. 25 and I still don't have 10K. So, mm. Unfortunately, there are certain boundaries that will always be in place and you yeah. can't change that, right? You're 21. 
you don't have 10 grand, um, you can't buy a property. Yeah. Um, there's nothing you can do, right? If you've got maybe five grand, okay, cool. Then the avenue might be look at, as you said, renting a property mm-hmm. and subsequently renting that out and letting the rooms because that would allow you to get more money in and then save up to be able to buy. Yeah. Something. So when you say right. renting a property, so for example, would I go to the estate agent and say, yeah, I want to rent this no. property? They, or would I have to do it through a business? Help you. I, went to, I went... As he says with an estate agent in the room. <laughs> they, but <laughs> you, you, can, you can disagree, but through my experience, like I was like, listen, I hate cold calling, but mm-hmm. I was cold calling. Mm-hmm. I was calling up estate agents. Mm-hmm. Or I'll go on Gumtree. Mm-hmm. Like just to be honest, so I'll go on Gumtree now. Yeah. I look at for a property in yep. say East Ham, mm-hmm. and I'll just start calling them, asking if if they're um, renting it out to companies and whether they'll be interested in meeting or viewing and stuff like Perfect. that. And many of them will say no. So many will say no. Majority will say no. Yeah. Those who say yes, you go to the viewing, go in my little suit, try try flex a little, mm-hmm. and just Literally, come sort, on. Of, sort of try try <laughs> hey, listen, impress them. If you and, don't try. Exactly. It's not going to happen. Exactly. Literally. And really really and truly, like many of them might be like, yeah, many will be like, no, depending on what type of vibe they get from me. Mm-hmm. But the one time where I um, managed to get one was through, um, I saw like a, so basically this lady, she was a landlady mm-hmm. and she owned her own property and the one next door. Mm-hmm. So obviously like I just went to go help her out and mm-hmm. be like, you know what, like I'm renting out um, individual rooms, I'm able to help you find tenants. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about me paying you this amount of rent? Mm-hmm. But was you an individual or business? Well, business? You, you have to be a business okay, in property. Cool. So I had the name registered and everything okay, like cool, that. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. Built a personal relationship with her, showed mm-hmm. her the value I'd be giving her. Mm-hmm. And through that, she was able to be like, okay, yeah, fair enough. Because a lot of landlords, it's a lot of stress. And that's mm-hmm. the thing. We also need to talk about the challenges in having a property the, the void periods, the times where your boiler breaks and you have to pay 5k for it. There's, there's so much yeah. and that's why when... There is. Yeah, there when is. 21 year olds are striving to have a property, you also mm. have to make sure mm. you have the money and the financial yeah. income to back you up as yeah. well. At the age of 21, if you want to buy a property, it's doable. Yeah. But there are certain parameters that you need to have in place. Mm-hmm. So the basics are, whatever location you're looking to buy your property in, you want a minimum 10% deposit. If it's your first property, you can get away with 5% deposit, but it has to be a new build property and it has to have help to buy a scheme on it. That can't be it, no higher than 450,000. Um, it's higher than that. It's, uh, I'm going to, if I remember rightly, it's 500,000 off the top of my head, yeah, but I'm even trying yeah. to think that the boundary might be six, but yeah. don't I got a question. I've got too many numbers in my head. Yeah. Um, but the limit is quite high. Mm-hmm. But you can put 5% down on that help to buy in some cases actually the percentage might change it just depends on the numbers once you sit down with a yeah. broker they'll work it out for you right and you can put more than the five percent if you want to mm-hmm. but the minimum would be five percent but let's remember it has to be a new build mm-hmm. and it has to have help to buy a scheme on it for you to be able to do that right if you don't have that five percent and if your multiples as a 21 year old and your multiples is your your annual income right so if you don't make enough for you to be able to reach the figure that you need for the purchase price of the property, Mm -hmm. then it's not going to happen. So I get 21 is fairly young. Mm -hmm. So in some cases, yes, it might be doable. In other cases, it might not Mm -hmm. be doable. Mm -hmm. I know 21 year olds that have come out of university straight into, let's say, tech jobs as an example, that are making over that 30 grand a year. Mm -hmm. Literally straight out the door into a sales tech job to make 30 grand a year before they've sold anything. Mm -hmm. I know others that have come out because of what they got, 50 grand. Mm. So it's not unheard of at yeah. that age. It just depends yeah. on the scenario and it's not for everybody. But I'll bring it back to the point that you made about trapping. Listen, look, 
we've all been out here. We all grew up in London. And London's a place that, listen, you got to do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. I'm sat here in a suit, but believe me, come to South London, mention my name. They'll tell you what time it is, yeah? But the point I'm making in saying that is, if you're out here at that age, I know some of my young brothers are making some serious money. Mm-hmm. You've got to be looking at avenues in how you're going to, 10 years time, be able to be reaping the rewards from what you're doing now. Mm. And if you're not thinking about an avenue as to how you're going to clean that money, mm. how are you going to spend it? Look at how, where the world is going. We're going very digital mm. with the money, yeah? yeah? From cryptocurrency and so forth and everything, we're going, look at the banks. How many people do you see in a bank nowadays? Mm. We're going very digital. So we need to be looking at how you're going to clean that money. The point I'm going to make though is, you need to also be looking at avenues in how you can be self-employed, how you can be registering money coming in through some form of business into your bank account. Think what I'm saying here. I know we're on the roads, but you've got to look at avenues. So Mm. barbershop, hey, you don't need to know how to cut the hair. Employ somebody to cut the hair. Mm. But it's an avenue. You with me? Look at avenues of how you can fund that money into a bank account because you can't legally walk into a bank, take a mortgage and say, yeah, there's a hundred grand cash. Give me that. It's not going to happen. Yeah, it's not. So you got to find an avenue to get that hundred grand cash into a bank account. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah. My 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 thing is yeah. I I just want your take on this because like like I said, I was I was I was in property from like young. Yeah, yeah. But like, in my opinion, I feel like wealth creation is wealth creation. It yes, doesn't it is. always have to be property. No, so it right doesn't. now, my wealth creation vehicle that I'm focusing on is my business. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like a lot of people just want a property? Like, I feel like a lot of people just want properties for the sake of saying, I bought my first property before 25. Do you feel like people, if they focus on wealth creation as a whole and finding a vehicle that works for them, for example, a business mm. where they're able to offer a service, where they're good at naturally yeah. or sell a product mm. that might be a problem solver for people. Do you feel like people should focus on that vehicle first then get into property? Because that's good the question. strategy I'm taking now. Good question. So for me, it depends, right? Yeah. So if you've got an idea, if you've got a business or if you've got something that you already do currently, yeah. then yeah, by all means, focus on it, right? Yeah. Um, there is a term known as corporate sharecropping. Um, Google it, I would say. Yeah. Um, we, and, and again, I, I'm not sure how politically correct I may be to be or how loose-lipped I should be in making my comments. Say what you want, man. Speak the truth. Speak um, the truth. All right. So we as a people, um, and if you know what I mean by that, you know what I mean by that, right? <laughs> we as a people used to be very much business owners and have mm. always been business owners, entrepreneurial from the, the motherland to being in America from when we first came out of slavery. Again, Black Wall Street, if you know the history, look it up. Owned our own bus companies, banks, some of those most profitable businesses in the world. Check it out. Mm. The point I'm making is if you look at it over the years and if you look at even the school system, it's training us to become employees. Yeah, that term corporate sharecropping, check it out. It will give you a better breakdown of what I'm saying. Mm. But the point I make is, it's training us to be employees. It's not training us to be business owners. Yeah. Um, so what the I love about yeah. uh, the young generation is social media has come along and they've taken to it in a different fashion, right? So let's use my young brother Stormzy as an example, right? Mm. Came out the gate doing what? 
utilizing social media to put out his music. Mm. Back in the day, that platform wasn't there. Yeah. Now, if you look at the recent beef, why do you think Wiley's kicking off at my man? Because mm. Wiley's been in this game for a very long time and he didn't have the platform or the accessibility that Wiley had um, that Stormzy has today. Yeah. So with what he's achieved being the godfather versus what this young buck's come along and doing right now, he's thinking, hold on, yeah. what an upstart. But as Stormzy pays his dues to him mm -hmm. and tells him, and if you listen to it, Wiley Flow is actually a tribute to yeah, him yeah. Mm. because of what he's done previously. Mm, mm. But Wiley's still bitter at the fact that Stormzy has made how much? Yeah. Going platinum. Come on, sitting there with Charlemagne right now. Mm. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So the fact I, what I'm saying is utilize what's at mm -hmm. your hand. Yeah. And if you're good at something, whether it be cutting hair, whether it be for the ladies painting someone's nails or the eyelashes, listen, focus on it, get on Instagram, utilize it, yeah. have mm. a revenue stream. So there's, 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 the point is to become a millionaire, let's say, you need what's known as seven different revenue streams, mm -hmm. right? So if you've got seven different revenue streams, then lo and behold, yeah. you're going to become a millionaire. Mm. Yeah, definitely. So if you, nine to five, I'm an estate agent. I've got SLK London as a second. Do you see what I mean? So yeah. if you can find different things that you can do, Mm -hmm. Yeah, find seven of them that make you money. You're laughing, but mm. also me personally, I feel like it's important to put a time frame on it because me myself, I have, I had like three businesses, mm. but I know for a fact I won't get to a good stage unless like just just doing it in stages. If you get what I mean, yeah. Like, but don't jump in head first. Yeah, like, everything you do, you need to have a plan. In yeah, place, right? exactly. So things like wanting to have your own business, mm -hmm. well, you need to. Do some research to mm -hmm. understand what you need, timeframes in place. Timeframe, like yeah. if, if it's stock, where your stock's coming from, you know, all of these different things you need to look at, right? Mm -hmm. And you can't just throw it in the air and leave it. Yeah. You've got a set timeframe. So over the next six months, I need to be here. Over the next 12 months, I need to be here. Mm -hmm. Over the next two years, I need to be yeah. here. Mo mood boards. Come on, do a mood board every year. Mm -hmm. Yeah, do I did my every first six one months. Year, yeah. Focus on what you want. Mm -hmm. um, and... Again, they say what you say will come to pass, right? I'm from Ghana and there's a lot of sayings that mm. us Africans have essentially, and that's one of them. So if what you say will come to pass, well, they say speak it into existence mm -hmm. at the same time. So my sitting here saying seven different revenue streams, well, that should tell you that I'm planning to be a millionaire at some yeah. point, mm. right? Mm. Um, I'm surrounded by individuals that I will tell you are already at that level. Mm. And for me, that is just motivation for yeah. me to get myself mm. to that level. I'm telling you. Like, lastly, sense. just scratching the surface because we can't, like, all these strategies, you got to break it down. Like you said, you can mm -hmm. talk In forever. property, there's you might have a whole, whole property but, series. Yeah, yeah. Like, can't lie. Series or something. Yeah. But deal sourcing, could you talk a bit more about that as well? Because that's another strategy yeah. in which people can make a lot of money yes, they just by utilizing their time yeah. rather than actually having money Money to them. do it. Yeah, so yeah. deal sourcing, there are a lot of people that make an awful lot of money out of sourcing lot. deals. Mm -hmm. um, literally, approach estate agents, people look for dilapidated properties that are currently lower than the market value essentially so they'll buy them or they don't buy them they find them what they then do is find somebody else to subsequently buy that property essentially yeah. right um, and as part of that deal well the package is where well, you pay me let's say 5% or whatever yeah. the percentage might be that you work out with that person do you need to be um, let's say approved to kind of do that is that like no. an exam no, you no. can just you do know. that no, yeah. you can wake up tomorrow Just morning, go in. to an estate agent, find that property, yep. find and whoever find an you're in, an investor that mm -hmm. wants to buy it yep. and do your deal. And that so yeah. what advice can you give to people that, let's say, want to do that, um, but don't, not, I'm, the, I'm not sure how to necessarily Navigate. find their so clients? The property element is fairly easy. You just want 
good location, yeah. a property that is at a good price. And what I mean by is look at the price of that property. So if you want to understand what the average price of a certain location is, you can look on certain websites that will yeah. tell you, right? So the Office of National Statistics releases figures on a monthly basis as to what property prices actually sell for. Mm-hmm. So ONSHPI is known as. So the Office of National Statistics House Price Index. Google it, it will come up. Click into it. Yeah. It will show you. And you can get it by location. So for Croydon and every part of the UK, yeah. it will give you that information for you to check. So you can then look at the average versus what the price mm-hmm. is and then so forth to, yeah. to understand the price level. Yeah. To find an investor, investors... You'd be surprised. Go on yeah. LinkedIn. Even, but even friends and family networking events. Literally. Like, I, literally. like last there's year. There's so like, many. Yeah, there's like so those. many avenues because mm-hmm. there are property events that will happen yeah. that you will find investors exactly. as an example. Go to new build property launches or property yeah. expos as an example. Yeah, exactly. Go directly to developers in some yeah. cases. You'll be able to meet them mm-hmm. there. You're on their turf. Name, number, say, look, mm-hmm. if I find a piece of land or if I find a house that you can convert into flats or whatever, they might be interested exactly. in that. Mm-hmm. So approaching that way. But yeah. LinkedIn generally... Look at investors on LinkedIn in property. What yeah. locations? Who is releasing what, essentially? So there's different ways to find yeah. your investors as such. And talk to estate agents. Because mm-hmm. an estate agent has yeah. a Rolodex of exactly. developers or investors that yeah. they deal with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah? yeah. Themselves yeah. to get new build properties on the market. Yeah. So mm-hmm. have that conversation. They'll know the people in the marketplace buying locally mm-hmm. as well. Talk to them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, That's great. And the thing is, like, like we said, there's so many avenues and strategies. But the thing is... Time mm. You have to be willing To put the time of in course, Of and course And a, a lot of people Don't really want to put the time in In no, the no, strategies no, no. And that's why When you, you say really... time Is that time in, it's so, To it's, wait listen, for, your, listen, not even, for a return it's, it's, No it's time consuming To mm-hmm. find a deal Number one Yes yes. It's time consuming To get your investor To yeah. agree and say Okay I'm yeah. going to send This money over yeah. Yeah. It's, it's time consuming To be out there Networking all the time Yeah, And it's like that's just how it is. Yes, if it you is. really want it, you have to put the time so in. Yes, time in to also get the return yeah. on investment yeah. as well, like you said. But if you really want it, you can do it. Yeah. And But that's the so same with everything. It's going to be you putting your time yeah. and effort exactly. in to get that return exactly. no matter what. If you want, if you want your seed to grow, you've got you to water, water it. You've got to tend to it. Water exactly. It. And there's so much, so much free content out there as well. Mm. Like me, for example, finding out about how to get my first rent to rent. That was mm. from YouTube videos. Yeah. That was from podcasts as well. And there's this information, but... Maybe people want it handed to them, yeah. yeah. But you also have to go out your way to look out That's for right. it and Google right. it as well if That's you right. get what I mean. Yeah. But like we're only scratching the surface. We of are. This There's as so well. many There's avenues. So many. Look, property is such a big, yeah. big avenue to make money. Whether you're buying, renting, yeah. renting to rent, doing deals, mm-hmm. maintaining them in some way. Like the avenues are ridiculous, yeah. right? People be surprised. An electrician. A plumber. Oh, yeah. People don't those, get it. Laborers are making, making money. cash. Money. And it's cash as well. So imagine as we, we, we're talking about cash flow. Listen, mm. you want to make money? Bro. If someone had told me when I came out of high school, actually, you know what? Forget college, forget university. Mm-hmm. Go and learn to be an electrician, a plumber, mm-hmm. or a bricklayer. My uncle said that's what he would have told me. Listen, I would have looked at them like you're crazy. Mm-hmm. But actually, mm. knowing what I know now... I should have came out of high school and went straight away to become an electrician, a plumber. Oh. Like, I'm telling you now, you got to. Mm-hmm. It's an avenue. Trust me, bro. You see all them all them dons in year 11 that are doing vacation. Um, that stuff makes right me back. Listen, go and, go and literally... It might not be even, you might be office, even, even how to lay tiles, mm-hmm. as an yeah, no, I can actually lay tiles. I know the yeah? basics. So that, 
that can be an avenue for no, you to make yeah, a yeah. business. No, like yeah, you said, no, true. that's that's it, man. But yeah, man, thanks a lot for for the avenues. No, We're no just scratching the surface, yeah, man. Literally. We definitely need gonna you. Gonna have to do another session. So yeah. if yeah, let me know. We can do and a Q and A if yeah, you want. For yeah, sure. yeah, where can good. where can I um where can can our, we find you? Where can our audience um, find you? Your audience can find me in so many places. So as I said, SOK London for the brand Instagram, literally just SOK London or SOK LDN. Um, you'll find me there for mm. property, uh, Mr. SOK Property. Um, I actually need to update that a bit more. I don't think I, I utilize my time to update that as much. Mm. Uh, and on the personal is Seth Op, so S E T H O P on Instagram. Um, yeah, you'll find me there. Nine to five, as I said, I work for a reputable estate agent. No names. Find me on LinkedIn. It's reputable. I can definitely vouch yeah, for that. I can second that. So. <laughs> and um, yeah, man, there you have it. A few nuggets for, you know, property. For those who, for those who don't out. know, for those who want to start out. And, you know, if you do want to start getting to property, use some of the nuggets that was that was shared mm-hmm. in here, you know what I'm saying? And go and do your own further research mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. And like we said, maybe we'll do a Q&A soon. So hit us yeah. up with some questions on the gram yeah. what you think you'd yeah. like us to discuss yeah. next time. Yeah. And yeah, man, um, Alex, the house notes. Um, yeah, so make sure you follow, like, subscribe, follow us on Instagram, Twitter. We have a LinkedIn. Follow us on LinkedIn. Um, again, if you want to come on the pod, we're friendly guys. So drop, drop us a message, send us an email. And yeah, man. You Thank have you it. for listening. Thank you for listening. Thank and remember for to me. focus on things that move the, move needle. the needle. Oh, wait, word for the week. Word for the week. Seth, yeah. what's the word, yeah, what's for, the the word week? for the week? Word for the week. Corporate sh- uh, corporate sharecropping. Okay. Corporate sharecropping. My people need to understand that. Term. Okay. Um, and final note from me, look, um, as a race, we don't come together enough. Mm. Um, we need to be more unified. Um, we are the entrepreneurs of everything. We, we created everything. So mm. um, look, do some research. But the point I'm making is us as people, I don't think we come together enough. Look at the Chinese, look at the Indians, see how they live together. The Jewish. Hmm. They own the world Brilliant as well, example, yeah. Man. They own the Crazy. world. Check out the banks and who owns the banks. He just said it. So we need to come together more. Mm. We need to come together. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. I just want to drop a little nugget for everyone. I've watched this myself. The Black Godfather on Netflix. <laughs> Watch it. Clarence Avon. Clarence Avon. The guy is a genius. Like a fucking genius. So, yeah, man. Yeah. And hit me back with you on what you think of it. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Nice one, guys. Thank you. Thank you. And thanks for coming. Thank you. Thanks for Wow. Me.